0: Let me take a moment and talk about Riverside.fm. It allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video. When you need to record audio and video, Riverside.fm can do it. So if you're looking for a hero platform for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to any video content, Riverside.fm. I've got a promo code for you where you'll receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. I'll give it to you twice. The promo code is SHIPIT. All one word, ship it, and you'll pick up a 30% discount on your first three months of your subscription, riverside.fm. What's up, shipheads? It's draft day. We're coming back at you with another movie draft. This one, we're going to be taking down the Buffy the Vampire Slayer franchise. And to do this, I had to bring in my buddy Steve. We're both big fans of this. Uh, I'm currently going back and doing a rewatch of it, but it's one that we've occasionally gone back and and chatted about. I know we're both huge fans of the show, but Steve, welcome aboard. And I'm definitely looking forward to taking on this draft with you.
1: Yeah, man. can't Can't wait to chat about our dear friends, the Scooby game together. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And I'm a huge Supernatural fan
0: and I watched that. And I always remember watching Buffy growing up on the CW, WB. I always got a lot of enjoyment from it, but it wasn't recently I've gone through and I watched all the Supernatural series. That's come to an end. And I really were just itching for more content. And then the next one up naturally is going to be to go back and revisit Buffy. There's so many similarities between those series. I think a lot of crossover fans. And it's a really interesting show to go back to because even some things that you and I were chatting about, it's it's kind of polarizing to a certain extent because you have weed and stuff that's going on. Obviously, he's had a lot of things that have come out in terms of his you know, mistreating of different cast members and really coming a service. But that aside, you go back and watch the show and it's it's a pretty progressive show if you look at it in terms of you obviously have a female lead, really a strong character that they're building it around. Even the way they highlight gay, bisexual characters as main plots in the story. It really stuck out to me when I went back and watched it of kind of all those things that now you're seeing much more of a focus on and much more of a lens on for people to have these avenues of content to cover these type of characters. But especially going back and uh, rewinding, you know, a decade or two, to see that really be a uh, huge element of the show definitely stuck out to me. Yeah.
1: I mean, using um, high school for and, and high school horror, quite frankly, mm-hmm. as an as an allegory for the horror that can be high school and all of the LGBTQ plus um, analogies and, um, mm-hmm. you know, of course, Josh Whedon has gotten himself into some issues, but he um, he was in a certain way like very forward thinking in his inclusion and his inclusiveness in this show. And so, I, I think that that, yeah, that can't be left unsaid.
0: And it's also just from in terms of the writing, some of the different elements that they played with on the episode structures, the way they handled the characters, it was very meta uh kind of before you saw that in a lot of shows with the creativity of it. So despite all some of the things that you know even come out recently, just going back and spending time with these characters, it's it's been a really fun show to go back and do that with. It's got a rich roster of ones that are just entertaining, comical, uh ones you just love spending your time with. They have their fair share of badass characters that you just love seeing on screen or when you know they have a few episodes of runway coming up where they're gonna be featured. So as we're kicking around a draft for this. We knew that there was going to be a, a huge talent pool to pull from for this. And we don't want to limit in any way in terms of here's a hero and these are specific spots or you know, have to pick a villain in this spot. Because there is so many characters that just grow so well over the series. Even just on a character basis, you have ones that they start off in a certain way. And then in season three, four or five, they're just completely different types of characters. In their own growth, but even as we look at heroes and villains and how they're switching sides, and I think they did a great job developing a lot of those characters. So we want to keep it pretty wide open, no restrictions in terms of the roster spots we're doing, but really building a slayer team. You mentioned the Scooby Gang, right? On who you're, you're going up against a monster, who do you want to be on your side there to help you battle that monster? And I think there's a lot of different types of characters that you can start to see different lanes of. Maybe you want to get one of those in your roster is it a slayer is it a vampire different types of monsters i think there's a lot of ways to approach it but kind of keeping it open-ended and i think this is going to be a fun one i think we're going to have a lot of fan favorites in here and then also some ones that are just going to fit some practical uses for how we're building out a roster but steve what are your overall thoughts kind of looking at a brand like this i'm sure that we both love going back and revisiting and and trying to rank out some of these characters for who you're going to take on your team.
1: Yeah, so for me I have I think that I have rewatched Buffy 3 times. Right when I got out of college for whatever reason, that was the f- that was the first one. I actually didn't even watch it live. So I think I've only been through it twice and then there's a few seasons that I've seen. I think I've seen the first season like 3 or 4 times, but really a show that I think gets lost in my own favorites. You know, like every mm-hmm. whenever I talk about favorites, I always immediately go Sopranos, The Wire, Friday Night Lights, The Shield, and it's interesting as we got the opportunity to do this draft and to talk about it, I just remember how much I loved it, how powerful I felt it was, and I know that it's a different type of performance maybe, and maybe this sounds snobby even, but like when you think about Sarah Michelle Geller and what she did as Buffy, how big of a difference is that from what James Gandolfini did as Tony? or what Dominic West did as McNulty, or like, I, and I'm not saying that she is those characters, and she is those at those performers. But to do everything she had to do for Buffy. That's as impressive a thing, I think, as we'll see in TV. I mean, there's something to be said about how brilliant, quite frankly, she was, she was powerful. She was a leader. She was vulnerable. I know we'll get to this. But like I guess this is a spoiler but you've probably seen the show if you're listening to this when she says mommy those times when her mother dies in the mm-hmm. episode I think it's titled Mother like she's the vampire slayer but like she's also a 17 16 year old woman who just her mom just died in front of her I mean that's powerful that's as good acting as you will see so I was just so appreciated the opportunity to kind of look back and to be with our be with our friends again be with the Scooby gang mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think it's a great call-out on just her performance. I've always been a huge Sarah Michelle Gellar fan. I think the show in general just has such a wide range of audience that I could tap into where especially where my, my sister has always initially started watching it and then I started getting into it probably a little bit more in the later seasons. But you look at that Buffy character and you mentioned she's powerful. Even just for being a high school, early college type of character, she's dealing with all the same things that a normal character would. And a lot of the weight uh, of the show is going to be kind of put on the shoulders of that character and she had the perfect balance of likability vulnerability being powerful. I think that, that that's a great call out. And I think it has such a rich roster of great supporting characters where you have to look at go down the list. I think Willow's another one that has just tremendous character growth from episode one to the end. You look at someone like Cordelia, where they had her as this kind of mold, right, of this high school cast of someone that you'd have in there. That's how she started. Then even tapping into the additional runway of the Angel series on where that character went. So I think you go down the line here and there's almost with a single character, three different versions of it throughout the series. So even as we're going through the picks, there may be different things that we're weighing on. Or, or tapping into for some of the inspiration for why we want them on our team. But I really enjoyed going back and just spending time with these characters, thinking about who I would ultimately want on my roster. And for me, I'm definitely going to be focusing more on the Buffy side. That's definitely the part of the series that I've watched the most, I've enjoyed the most. I have watched through the the Angel series, and I, I did enjoy it on a certain level. And I think that, you know, there's, especially on the character growth side, because there are so many crossover characters, there's a lot of things that you could pull from that. But I think a lot of the characters that, that I'll be tapping into uh, definitely fall on the Buffy side of things.
1: Yeah, I would say the same. All right, so in terms
0: of draft order, Steve will be opening it up and then I will have back-to-back picks, maintain that order throughout the rest of the draft and then I will close out with the final rounds. Steve, your first overall here, it's kind of interesting when we look at the characters, there's obviously powerful ones, top tier ones you're going to walk down, but a lot of fan favorites. So, I think both of us all have to be balancing that as we go. But Steve, you're on the clock here for the first overall pick.
1: Yeah, the choice is obvious. I'm going to go with Wesley. No, I'm just, I'm just, (laughs) (laughs) there's no other choice I could possibly think of other than him. But um, (laughs) no, really, um, this was an interesting one. I almost overthought myself. So, I'm going to go with our dearest Buffy Summers. She saved the world a lot. (laughs) <laughs> um, and I almost thought, thought myself and I was like, wait, like, should Buffy be the first pick? And then I sort of settled myself down and was like, no, like if if, if we're doing a Buffy draft, like Buffy's number one. And so really one of the, the most, besides being the chosen one, when you're thinking about this in the context of like, there are vampires, there is a hole in the high school that is a hell mouth. Like you want the slayer, you want a leader and, um... We actually got to see her growing pains with that in a little bit in that in that final season that it wasn't like she wasn't perfect at it. She wasn't Eric Taylor to like, you know, right away and she had to learn and she, you know, I thought that was a really interesting thing. Speaking of like the character development, her own performance Um, and we got to see her struggle. It wasn't all just like she wasn't just Superman both personally and I guess professionally because her profession was being the chosen one. But yeah, I mean, I had to go with Buffy for. My first pick.
0: I really should have started tripping some rumors out there before the draft. <laughs>
1: some character issues. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Off the field issues, maybe some some bad combine scores. Maybe started to get her, fall down the board here.
1: Her wonderlick score was low. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Um, but it's that's a no-brainer, right? Sometimes you have the the Peyton Manning's of the world, the Andrew Lux, of the world come through and you just got to lock them up. If Buffy fell, I would have definitely jumped, jumped on her for the next, next pick up here. This is interesting because I have a few different ways that I may take it for the next pick here. But I'm playing a little offense here because I don't want you to double up with any of these. So when you look at the Buffy series amongst the fans, it's the probably the first question that you're going to be asked is, are you Team Spike or Team Angel? It's It tells you a lot about the person. It's, it's almost a must-have conversation amongst fans. And quite frankly, I don't want to have to choose. And so being with this next pick here, I have two spots available. I'm going to lock down both of them. That's uh, rough. Trying to think of who's going to go up against Buffy, right? If we're ultimately pitted against each other. And she's she's a, a tough act to take down, for sure. And we've seen countless types of huge big bads and villains go up against her. And she ultimately finds a way. Sometimes you got to play the heartstrings a little bit. So I'm going to lean into that in my back pocket in case in case I need to use it. I'm going to take Spike first because I'm just Team Spike all day. Team Spike, um,
1: really? Oh. oh, yeah,
0: for sure. For sure. Oh, He's one of my favorite characters on TV, I think. He's like wow. in like... For, for me, there's like Tim Riggins and then he's he's up there where he could just be hanging out, painting a room and I just would want to hang out with him. Well, the whole time, right? So, I don't know. You sound like a Team Angel guy to me now. Man, look, I, I got to go. I can't. This is... This is too much of a hot take for me.
1: <laughs> I'm out, man. This is... <laughs> Spike, this is an outrage.
0: Oh, man. Spike is so entertaining. Yeah. When he's a villain, when he's a little puppy dog and can't hurt anyone when they they lean into him for the love interest of Buffy and he becomes a factory with her. There's three different versions of every character here and he's one that I just had so much enjoyment from the whole way. So, I'm locking him down and then we got Angel, the dark and broody, mysterious type. But, you know, when you look at, at Buffy, it's I got two great fighters if I need to break it down. Spike's just going to be overall entertaining across the board. Angel, as we saw his evolution in his own show, became really a and a leader in his own front and really had control over his demons, you could say. And really, when you look at who's going to ultimately be a leader of my team, I think Agil's definitely one that could take the reins for that, for where that character went. So, I'm locking down both those two for my next two picks. I'm just,
1: I'm not all right right now. (laughs) I'm going to need another minute. (laughs) No, hey, look, you know, we can't all be perfect and, um, you know, that's fine. We all make choices. No, I think, you know, the thing you just said about Spike was so cool and interesting and true is that not only would you like to hang out with him, but that he really played like, you're right, I think three different distinct versions. And Mm -hmm. that that was really a fascinating thing for him to go through. And um, yeah, talking about allegories like addiction, sexual violence, really – really interesting and intense things and his redemption of course was awesome so yeah what a, that all kidding aside that's a great pick i like angel because i am a first i'm an early season guy no mm-hmm. matter what we're talking about like my favorite season of the sopranos the first season the wire the first season like i think that i just have a bias towards the first thing and um when angel goes bad and kills the teacher i oh I'm yeah just, uh, god um miss chase maybe yeah. Uh, I just like obviously that's not why he's my favorite but like <laughs> like it's I just painful love what to he, watch it. <laughs> yeah. Um that's just that's just awesome stuff. So with my 4th pick, um or second pick in the 4th pick overall, I feel like I'm Roger Goodell or something with better ethics. Um <laughs> I um I'm going to pick our dear friend Giles. Not only for his rock and roll ability, but yeah. <laughs> he's the voice of reason for Buffy. He's one of, it feels like, especially in the high school years, which once again, as we spoke about my completely explicit bias towards the beginning of the show, he's the one that they listen to. He is the one that they seek guidance from. And I think that, I don't know what the behind the scenes stuff was, but it is interesting to rewatch it and see the characters decisions when they don't either have Giles or, or they don't listen to him. So now, is he the first pick in this draft? No, at the end of the day, like if Spike is coming at you in like an oppositional way, like mm-hmm. you need to be the slayer, you can't read really well. But there is something to be said about Giles's leadership, mentorship, his ability to research, his ability to cultivate actually my next pick, which I will go ahead and do right now, which is Willow and how instrumental he was in her development and I think that you can't really talk about Willow or the Scooby gang without Giles. And so that is why he was my second overall pick. And if Buffy was taken off the board, he actually would have been my second pick. Like if I was in your spot, Mike, that's what I would have gone with. And obviously Angel and Spike would have been left off the board. And no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I went with Willow. Speaking from the my bias about the earlier seasons, I don't – you can't talk about the show without talking about what happens – to her after Tyra gets murdered. And she basically goes on a tear where I know we're going to talk about some other villains later on down the line, but I'm not sure that there was a bigger villain or more powerful villain is probably the best way to put it mm-hmm. than Willow and her ability to like kill people, bring them back from the dead pretty much like to be like a supreme evil like which i guess was just powerful and i will tell you this man i don't want to mess with her i want her on my team
0: that was the other lane i was contemplating these two exact picks when you look at at buffy she's the number 1 overall pick but matching giles with her it's like the the player that excelled the most with a certain type of coach and if you could pick them up you know with each other you're just going to add that much more value to the player definitely see the value on Locking him down early with Buffy specifically. And Willow, to all those points, I think she ultimately becomes one of the most powerful characters in the series. And just has overall great chemistry with, with Buffy. I don't know why I can't, I'm talking up your picks. I just love these
1: characters. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like I this myself. Is of, this is one of those shows where it's like, <laughs> yeah. I love all of them.
0: <laughs> right, yeah. Those were the exact two other picks I was contemplating. I, my fear was... If I went that route and then you were able to lock down kind of a Buffy angel type of dynamic, then that would be really hard to kind of play catch up against. But now I'm seeing this kind of take form and I'm starting to get that same sort of uh, reservations right on. You have the chemistry already there of these people working together with Buffy, Giles and Willow and the strengths of each of those. Giles was definitely one I wanted on my on my team for sure. OK, so now I got to I got to respond here. I need some of the scooby gang in there. I got to lock them down. Spike and Angel are kind of their own entities. I got to start getting some glue people that are going to kind of keep keep the team together. Spike and Angel had a little bit of runway. They worked together in the past. If you go back and all the flashback scenes, yeah. sometimes yep. it worked better than others, but <laughs> yeah, the, the supporting cast is what's going to tie it together. So I'm going to lock down Oz here. Uh. Um, I think he's one that you look at kind of the power of Willow and what you ultimately be. I think Oz is someone that has that kind of untapped potential where the wolf inside, right, he's ultimately learned to control it towards the end of the series and and really not have it just take him over and he can really uh, pick his spots when he wants to use it, but he rarely just lets it loose. But I think if that's something we need to tap into, it's ultimately there under the surface. And outside of that, Oz is just a great dude, like just someone Uh. you want on your team, someone you want to hang out with. Definitely uh, one of my fan favorites of the show as I was watching through it. So, yeah, I'm going to lock him down. I think start to pit him against Willow in certain situations. Again, any sort of head-to-head matchup here. So, trying to react off of, you know, Buffy with Spike and Angel, Willow with Oz, who are some people I can kind of pit against you. Kind of take away some of your, your advantages, you crapping these people up first. And then the next one, I think he is, we start to get in the middle of the rounds here. Middle rounds, middle of the draft. Open up round four here, my seventh overall. So this will be my fourth pick. I want to start looking at people that are gonna add value to your team, uh, not really have a lot of weaknesses. I think this is where you'll start to see some drop offs in different spots. So I had Riley on my board relatively high. I mean, he's someone that can I feel like I could put in any situation and he's gonna perform well in it. As I'm lining this up here, I think I'm getting like the the buffy like you yeah, know, row of Valentine's Days here. Um <laughs> Which I may have to address later in terms of how they mesh with team chemistry. But Riley's someone that I think he's, I can depend on him. He's in terms of kind of representing the good side of things and, and doing things the right way. I think he can help try to pull Angel and Spike They there any temptations and uh, him and Oz trying to pull them back to the good side to balance that out a little bit. Team chemistry may not be through the roof with the squad, but. Uh, you got the 99 they're, they're,
1: jailblazers here.
0: Yeah, very serviceable. I'll, 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 I'm leading into that.
1: No, I like, I I must say, uh, I guess Riley for me is the forgotten boyfriend.
0: I don't really like Riley. Yeah. <laughs> I'm picking him for his traits and
1: his skills. Yeah, no, hey, that's a bit, you're, you know, you're running a business over here.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, he was not a fan favorite for sure. He was no. kind of whiny and I'm take, maybe I'll take a later one where we get some of those more power-ups and he's basically has all this stuff
1: um, pumped into him yeah, and he's, he's like on steroids almost yeah no that's a good point I will say that Oz was very high on on my uh, on my board I, I love me some Oz he's definitely on like the all hangout team right for sure and he can be a werewolf so that's also uh, <laughs> that's also helpful <laughs> so this is this is an interesting one as we speak about um, you know like chemistry and how people get along so to speak. And so, I'm a little bit worried about this for my overall chemistry, but um, I'm going to choose the other Slayer that we spend the most time with, which is Faith. And so, this is one of those like really, really low downsides and really, really high upsides. So, high risk, high reward, I guess, is probably the most eloquent way to put that. I think she has her moments where she really wants to be good. She wants to be the hero She wants to be in the Scooby gang, and I think in a really interesting way, the writing, the character development never totally let her get there for a long time, at least I would say. And so I know that she and Giles don't exactly get along, so to speak, and she and Buffy have had their issues, their fight at the end of, was that season four? I'm losing my mind. I'm pretty sure it was at the end of either season three or season four when they just go at it. And and like on the roof fight, rooftop yes. fight? Yeah. Yep. Um, I think it's four because it's the graduation season. Yep. And so, that was – first of all, that was awesome. And so, Faith is, a, is an ass kicker herself. And I mean, I have faith. I think I have faith in her ability under – Faith and faith. Yeah, have faith and faith. Um, my next pick, which is interesting considering I just took Faith – I've decided on this. He was on the. He's at the top, maybe of the all hangout list for me. <laughs> is our friend Xander? So now Xander is an interesting one because you can see Joss Whedon sort of writing him self through Xander because for most of the series, obviously there's Army Xander, but mm-hmm. he's the most quote unquote normal. He has the least abilities. He's not a witch. He's not the slayer. And it's pretty fascinating to see how helpful he can be, but then also how dangerous it really is for him to be a part of a Scooby gang and to see that he has real consequences. Like he loses an eye. He gets, there's several instances where he gets really hurt or almost hurt. And frankly, even the stuff about how much he's in love with Buffy and, and Willow and he, he still ends up with Cordelia for a lot of the seasons. So, like, he mm-hmm. does okay for himself. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> you know, he's out. all right, man. Like <laughs> you know, He's not coming to therapy with me or anything like that. But, um, you know, I thought he's just a very interesting character, loyal. He's a glue guy. You know, he's like, um, you know, in the NBA, he's like what they would refer to as like a 3 and D guy. You know, he's not getting you 25 and 12, but he's getting some clutch rebounds, some clutch assists, you know, hitting a corner three ball every once in a while. So, I'm sticking with my friend Xander.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like every like 10 episodes or so, he pulls something out of his ass to end up taking down like a a, a villain or a big bad or something like that yeah. to kind of add his weight. And then he's just got that, that witty, witty banter along the way that just makes him really enjoyable. And he's, he's interesting. He's definitely, he goes, he has kind of his ebbs, and, ebbs and flows with the character. Where sometimes he's really strong or really on point, and other times not so much. But overall, he's just super enjoyable. So you you got me you you got me reacting here, Steve. I feel like <laughs> I'm 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 playing off of your game plan at this point. I don't know if I like it. So, last round, I, I definitely want to lock down Oz. I did not want you to end up with. Buffy, Giles, Willow, and Oz and just recreate the scooby gag and I just have every <laughs> other character. So, he's the one I knew I had to earmark in there. But I was, I was really contemplating taking Faith in that next spot over mm. Riley even. Riley was the safe pick. My faith might have been the, the right pick. But I had those reservations like you mentioned on Team Flow and ultimately could she, you know, kind of work with the team or would she kind of spin off and go against them or all those reservations were, were right there. And even yeah. if you looked farther in the Angel series, she had, you know, some redemption with that. So I, I, was, I was hoping that she was going to fall because I was going to almost earmark it with this next pick of mine. Oh. And I was looking at your Giles pick and your Buffy pick and they worked so well together. And I was thinking, what are the, you know, there's no other real watchers that are really, really guys you want to add on your team. But I was thinking. Wesley's you know, with, right there for you. <laughs> that's true. It's sitting there. It's yeah. <laughs> <just> so tempting. <laughs> but I was looking at the character of Faith and how could I almost, could, you know, wield her or have a little bit more faith in that she would work well with the team and so i was gonna pin her with my next pick i'm still gonna pick him because he's one of my favorite characters of the show i'm gonna lock down mayor richard wilkins (laughs) one of the best villains of the series most entertaining and initially you'd have some hesitations on you want to add a a legit villain to your squad right Mm. but i feel like he's one of the most practical villains ever on tv where If there was another foe or someone threatening him or something that we actually had to band together, you could actually have a educated conversation with him. And if it made sense, he would back you and 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 use his powers for that cause. But you know, he really wasn't someone that was just, I'm gonna take over the world, take over the world, or be evil to be evil. He had his motivations for more power and control and, and things like that that were tied to the character. But I think just everything that character brought in the in-between scenes, the conversations just had so much flavor. I enjoyed almost every scene with him and just his dry commentary on everything that was happening. That I feel like there was a lane where I could almost kind of wield him for a certain mission. And then tagging that with Faith and uh, Wilkins, I would almost have the bizarre version of Buffy and Giles. So that was that was my approach with it and got me thrown off now. (laughs) But I'm still going to lock down Wilkins because he's someone he can use his political powers to get certain access to things or ward off authorities. If we're getting too much attention in certain areas. He's obviously very knowledgeable in you know, dark mystic arts and a lot of uh, emblems and, and in tools that could also be used to draw power uh, or other villains we may come across. So adding a lot more on just the historical piece that Giles may bring uh, and just a really entertaining hang, even though if he's a villain. <laughs> I just always got a lot of entertainment from him. So
1: I'll lock down him, even though my combo pick didn't necessarily work out here. And you're right about faith, too. Faith could wind up playing for you still. Like, like, thanks for drafting me, Steve. I'm gonna still hang out with Mike. So,
0: ah, oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe I get a really cool dagger and just kind yeah. of flaunt it yeah. and, and try to bring her over. So, this next one, I'm, I'm gonna get just a personal pick in here. I think it could also maybe be another glue pick in terms of the overall team. I got a lot of interesting personalities I'm riding with now, <laughs> and I need something to kind of bring them together. But one th- thing that I noticed when I rewatched this the last time and something that never stuck out to me when I first watched it was how much I enjoy the character of Cordelia. And she's someone that, you know, it was a very kind of a character of a high school personality, right? That was kind of earmarked in there, but just the evolution of her and she ended up being like one of the most entertaining characters for me. in in ter- terms of uh, her commentary on a lot of things, the way she interacted with a lot of characters, I definitely got a lot of enjoyment from her. And I think if I look at Angel as ultimately my leader of the group, she's someone that can kind of help kind of bring in the rest of the folks and and really support him and, and build him up as that leader and just seeing their dynamic and how they played going into the Angel series. So I'm just going to add her more
1: as a, a utility player to help kind of mesh the group together. You know, that there's a lot to be said to that. I liked her and I think – and she did a lot of cool shit on Angel. Yeah, she grew so, a lot. So, I almost feel like as much as this is like called a Buffy draft, I feel like that's also a really – like you can use the Angel character for that as well.
0: Yeah, that's certainly calling out some of the potential that I could ultimately tap into.
1: Yeah. Damn, well, there I go. Now, I'm selling your picks. <laughs> <laughs> Are we competing? Like, is this not going the right way? <laughs> We're all just going to hang out after. <laughs> yeah. We don't need to fight. Yeah. Um. So, for my for the 12th pick and my second to last pick, I was trying to think of like... So, I love Xander, right? And I love Giles. But at the end of the day, Giles has a little bit of magic. But I was wondering if I was... a. am starting to wonder if I'm like a little bit short on... The magical powers. So what I decided to go with is Dawn. So I must tell this is a funny, embarrassing story. When Dawn was first introduced to the show, I was so confused that I literally—I <laughs> swear to you, this is not a bit—I was like, "Wait, has she had a sister?" And I like, 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 was I stoned watching this? Like, like, what was going on? Like, like. Th- th- I know that sometimes I have ADD and like I don't pay attention but like what what? <laughs> and so first of all, I have to admit to that. Um but secondly, she has an energy about her. She has skills. She exists sort of like in that magical realm quite literally. She can like open up portals and stuff. You just never know when you're going to need somebody like Don on your side. And I know that she got a lot of criticism for being, like, bratty and some and stuff sometimes, but, like, she, like, lost all of her family and Buffy, you know, like, to be thrown into that situation, how could you not be?
0: Yeah, even as my past rewatch and I've seen the show all the way through before and that episode came on and I literally thought the streaming app skipped an entire season on me and I was <laughs> like, wait, what just happened? Like, and I completely <laughs> forgot and... And it's like it's not till like a f- three episodes later that they actually explain what happened or give some insight into like, oh, yeah, this isn't just you. So, yeah, th- there's definitely some some untapped potential there. You know, some of the different things you can do, some mystique there. And yeah, I heard Xander are definitely, you know, pretty close knit there. I think they'll, they'll mesh pretty well. Not a, not a huge fan of Dawn overall, but I can definitely see what some of the
1: things you're tapping into. I just felt like what I needed was magic. That was my thing. And so, that's why I went with her. And so, this is my least favorite pick of of my draft as we've been sitting here trying to think about it. I hated this character. I couldn't stand her. And if I could go back. I already picked Riley. <laughs> I felt like I needed a big bat. And what got me thinking about this was how you were talking about our dear friend Richard Wilkins. Is <laughs> like, I've got all these good people. And sometimes you need somebody to do the dirty work and just be a jerk
0: mm-hmm. and
1: just like do bad shit. And so, I picked Glory. And so, I, for all the reasons I just listed and there was a part of me that was like, she also gave Buffy a beating yeah. a few times. So, there's a part of me of like, is this Rocky 3 right now? We're like- apollo and rocky team up and now like glory and buffy like are training and they're they're like running on the beach in their bathing suits <laughs> and like hugging in the water and stuff like you know i'm not sure who adrian is and telling buffy she can't win and stuff but like there is a part that's, of me that's, that's like don. it's don <laughs> it's not don, don. yeah that's a good point don's saying you can't win yeah i love it no i think that well that's rocky four of course but um yeah i mean i think that uh there's something uh There's something interesting about that as a duo. And so, yeah, my final pick is Glory. Not our dear friend for the record.
0: Yeah, I like the angle on it though. Like grabbing up the, I think the villain side, it's important to address in these. You know, you can't always pick just the the fan favorites or the, the, the main characters there. And sometimes for having an asset, especially when it's an open field from the other side can give you a distinct advantage. Definitely a lot of power that you're adding late in the draft here. So, that closes out your team. And then I have the last pick here. And I'll be honest, Steve, I've been on, on a little bit of tilt this this draft. You got me chasing. You got me chasing picks. You got me throwing my draft board out the window and just reacting off of what's happening. I think I I would have felt a lot more confident if I jumped on faith early and went mm. with my initial plan instead of... I went too early on Riley. I'm, I'm eating that now. Do a little self-assessment here. <laughs> So, I do feel like I'm lacking on the magic side. You got Willow, you got Dawn, you got Glory. All those can kind of, you know, tap into some things in that in that universe. And, you know, Wilkins may be able to do some things in that realm. But I kind of – I had Terra here. Um, oh, interesting. That I, I was initially going to earmark, but I feel like I'm, I'm just chasing – yeah, I'm chasing your willow pick with Tara. Try to check that box. And as I'm going down the list here, everyone's kind of the the 1B to your 1A. So I might do a little, like I said, my draft board's already in the trash can. Uh, I'm going off book now. But I'm going to try, try to think of the, uh, even another big bad that I can bring in that really is just a huge power asset to bring in for the last pick here. Just add overall value to my team. Maybe... Put a little bit of weight on that end where maybe i'm going a little bit more heavy on the villain side a little bit more pure power where you have kind of a tight-knit group here for the most part for what we see on the show but i'm gonna lock in someone who kind of a one-off maybe one or two episodes he was in but kind of a one-off appearance didn't really explore him a lot but you saw you saw enough on the surface of, of what his power was what he could be i'm gonna lock down dracula You know, we're doing... It's a little bit wild card. I'm going deep here, down the roster. But you look at, you know, the Vampire Slayer, right? And Buffy had a lot of issues with him. He has that... You throw a little temptation in there. And maybe I just lean into, you know, Spike, Angel, Riley, Dracula. I mean, just Buffy's not going to know what to do when she's going against all of her old flames. Maybe that's that's the only angle to take out your number one pick here. But... It's the OG. I mean, you're bringing, I got my few vampires here. I'm just going to lean into it. My team of vamps and he's got a lot of power. He can kind of teleport all over the place, turn into a bat, all the mythology that comes with the character Dracula I'm leaning into here. So just going for pure late rounds, huge upside value
1: with a Mr. Irrelevant pick here. Oh, that's a, uh, here I go, but <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good pick. I had to throw a Hail Mary here. I had to do something. No, that's that's like Mr. Irrelevant, but then it's Isaiah Thomas. Like, that's a good pick. <laughs> okay. That's, uh, that's a good pick. I mean, you know, game game has to respect game. <laughs> it,
0: it's, it gives me a little bit of a, a conversation, a little bit of a fighting chance here. Like I said, for the most part, I felt like I was just playing catch up. Um, I thought if I could tap into Faith and Wilkins together, that'd be kind of a late rounds answer to your number one and number two picks. You know, sometimes you just kind of play the board, play the man. It didn't work out that way. But I have no idea what my team chemistry is going to be. I'll worry about that later. But uh, I have some power here. And going down the list, I have Spike and Angel. And just to kind of add to my Spike, Team Spike case, when they did the uh, Buffy reunion, I think it was E! or Entertainment, um, that does the reunion shows, they asked... Sarah Jessica Parker, uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> I'm That's sure she would boss. answer Spike too, right? <laughs> yeah. Sarah Michelle Gellar, which team she was. And she actually said she was Team Spike because Spike just understood her character more, understood, you know, what what she needed and uh, just, you know, just drop that there for, for all those Team Angel fans out there. But I got both of them, so I'm not even worried. I got Spike, I got Angel, I got... Good friend Oz, the werewolf. I got the unlikable utility player, Riley, who's just a safer overall pick. I got the always entertaining Mayor Richard Wilkins. Threw in a little personal flair there, a little personal fan favorite. I bring in Cordelia. I always want to have her on the squad. And then for my Hail Mary pick, got to tap into Dracula. Get the big name on there. I do
1: love that Dracula pick. Because <laughs> he was in, he was in, I think, one episode. yeah. So it's like,
0: as I was watching, it completely snuck up on me. I was, well, they're actually tapping into
1: Dracula here and and, uh, and so leading into
0: it. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. You know what would have been an interesting one is the, the the from the episode the bad guys from the episode Hush. That was the only. Oh my god. That I I just thought of that as we were talking this out. Shit. But, well, that's was,
0: that's a good one. I I was going down the list. I was like, what are like the biggest bads that just bring a huge power? And I was thinking like Adam is one, but I feel like he would be a little bit harder to wield where Dracula, you know, he wasn't necessarily like evil, evil with like an evil plot to take over the world. He was just Dracula. I mean, just, just doing things that Dracula does. And yeah, you know, we didn't see a lot more from that character. So maybe there's ways I could wield him and obviously having spike and angel that I think even spike had commentary that he had run-ins with him in the past or, or, you know, had interacted with him in the past. So, Maybe having that base of just all all vampires, you know, I could kind of wield them in a certain way.
1: I like it. I like it a lot.
0: And Steve, want to break down your roster?
1: Yeah, so uh, I went with the Slayer number one, Buffy. Just, you know, felt like the obvious pick, but like you said, sometimes there's Peyton Manning and you don't take Ryan Leaf. Um, <laughs> you know, sorry, Ryan, if you're listening. <laughs> and then next, I took Giles. Just felt like, you know, it's interesting. You brought up the, co- the player coach thing. You know, Giles is Phil Jackson or Red Arrowback, you know, depending on your NBA uh, historical preference. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I picked Willow both for power, but also for chemistry. I mean, the three of them right off the bat worked extremely well together with very, with at some points all by themselves, it felt like. And then I went with Faith, who is a curveball. Sometimes you need that. Sometimes you need Dennis Rodman. And that that's is
0: great. That's a great comp right there.
1: <laughs> and that and, you know, Buffy and Giles are going to be looking in Las Vegas for faith, just like Jordan and Pippen <laughs> right. were for my main man, Dennis Rodman. And then you need Xander. Uh, I can't think of an NBA comp for Xander. Maybe Steve Kerr or something like that. Judd Bushler, um, Coach Scott Burrell, my college basketball coach, <laughs> shout out. Yeah, I mean, so I went with Xander for chemistry, but also utility. Kind of the same thing of of Riley I thought that'd be an interesting pick. And then I went with Dawn because as I said, I felt like I wasn't heavy enough on the magic side. And I think Buffy also fights harder when she knows that Dawn is in trouble. And then for my final pick, I went with probably the only character I like fundamentally don't like, but I felt like I needed a big bad to match you with Mayor Wilkins is Glory. I mean, one through
0: six going on the list, you just have a tight-knit group where we've had runway where all of them have kind of worked and meshed well together. Faith a little bit before Dawn, but like we've seen them all work as a, an overall group. Yeah. Um, so Glory's kind of the outsider piece, just kind of add on that extra power. I do like that Dawn's on your roster though, because it gives me my way in that she's going to accidentally invite all my vampires into the house and then I'll have my, my easy access uh, for sneak attacks there. So yeah. I can always tap into that one, but I think I have an uphill paddle here. Usually at the end of the drafts, I'm feeling really confident going at the other team, but uh kind of blitzkrieg me here uh jumping on oh yeah let's jump on first head the head draft it'll be fun and then here comes steve out swinging buffy first overall picking up value throughout the whole draft after hey, uh, next time i'm gonna i'm gonna go back to the board and and uh really really dive in and broil out all the alternate scenarios to tap into
1: <laughs> hey man i'm the new guy i gotta come out swinging a little bit <laughs> right
0: you get one you get one <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, this was a fun one. Uh, always great to go back and revisit this franchise. So many great characters. Really fun one to tap into here, Steve. I'm gonna tip my hat to you. I think I think you took this one. We'll we'll throw it out to the fans. to Ultimately decide. But it was it was a it was a good one. A great draft strategy masterclass for, from from Steve it. over
1: here. <laughs> Love it. Great time.
0: All right. Perfect. Well, we'll get you on the next one so I can get a little payback and revenge. Sounds good. But uh, this was fun. Catch you on the next one, buddy. Love it, man. Thank you.